Alexei Navalny's mother making a personal plea to Vladimir Putin to hand over her son's body now. She just released a video standing outside the Siberian prison where he died. She is telling Vladimir Putin, let me finally see my son. Navalny's team says the Russian government is refusing to release his body for at least a couple of weeks to conduct some sort of chemical examination. Navalny's wife is suggesting her husband may have been poisoned again with nerve agent. CNN's Melissa Bell is live in Paris. Melissa, what else are you hearing uh, from Navalny's mother in this message directly to Putin? Well, as we spoke about earlier, uh, Audie, what we'd heard is from Dmitry Peskov, the Kremlin spokesman, pushing back against uh, that video we'd heard from uh, Yulia Navalny, the uh, widow, widow of Alexei Navalny, a very uh, strong message she sent yesterday accusing Vladimir Putin of being behind her, her husband's death. Now, this morning, the Kremlin pushing back against that, suggesting that neither Peskov nor Vladimir Putin had seen the video message. Almost immediately afterwards, we had a very strong tweet uh, from Alexei Navalny's widow, uh, pushing back, saying, once again, hand us back Alexei Navalny's body. And then this, this very dramatic video. Now, what you're about to see is Alexei Navalny's 70-year-old mother, who is standing outside the notorious polar wolf colony where he breathed uh, his last breath. Behind me is the IK-3 polar wolf colony where my son, Alexei Navalny, died on February 16th. I haven't been able to see him for five days. They won't give me his body. They don't even tell me where he is. I'm addressing you, Vladimir Putin. The solution to the issue depends only on you. Let me finally see my son. I demand that Alexei's body be immediately handed over so that I can bury him humanely. Now, for a start, the remarkable courage of this woman who's traveled the nearly 2,000 kilometers northeast of Moscow to this extremely cold, difficult to access region to stand there very bravely defying authorities and calling for the release of her son's corpse. Quite extraordinary. I think what both we've heard from her and from Alexei Navalny's wife this morning suggests that they're not going to uh, take this line down. They're going to continue to make as much noise about this as they can and to continue to be a thorn in the side of Russian authorities. What we'd also heard yesterday was Yulia Navalny heading to Brussels and urging European lawmakers not to recognize the Russian election that's due next month at this stage uh, that's highly expected uh, to deliver Vladimir Putin the fifth term that he seeks. All right, Melissa Bell, thank you very much for that. Russian forces are advancing this morning after seizing control of a key Ukrainian town. Ukraine's army is under intense pressure at several critical points along the front lines. President Biden tearing into Republicans for failing to pass an aid bill for Ukraine. He's calling it a big mistake. House Speaker Mike Johnson also facing global criticism for his lack of action. CNN's Nick Peyton Walsh is there in Kershaw, Ukraine. And Nick, to begin, the Ukrainian military is closely watching the, the movements of Russian troops. What do you think that they're preparing for? Yeah, we've heard now for two days in a row uh, from Ukrainian forces saying that they have repelled a Russian bid to advance in Zaporizhia region near a village called Robotine, a tiny place, frankly, uh, during the summer as that counteroffensive began. And they claim that it's a place where Russia's put a lot of effort in and has been essentially repelled. Uh, it were many fears just after Abdivka fell that would be the focal point of another 
Russian assault, and that appears to have been the case. And Ukraine, I think, caught in this complex task it has to both project for frailty, to suggest to its Western backers that things are all not entirely right on the front lines, but at the same time, too, not also sound like they're losing. Nobody wants to back a winner, particularly not Republicans in, uh, loser, particularly not Republicans in Congress, and they don't want to spark concern amongst their own population here as well. And so, yes, we've heard about Robotina and the suggestion that's holding. Ukraine also claiming it took down two Russian fighter jets in the east over the last 24 hours. But concerns all up and down the front line here in Kupiansk, near Kharkiv, to the northeast, around Avdivka itself, and also around Bakhmut, which fell to the Russians after an equally bloody and brutal campaign like that, which we saw around Avdivka, um, that there may be some potential Russian advances there. So a very messy few weeks ahead here, two weeks where Congress are simply not in session or able to even think about moving this uh, aid, urgently needed aid package forwards. Uh, but ultimately, a Russian force here that is clearly resurgent and now has the opportunity to redeploy the forces it used in Avdivka somewhere else along the front line. And that's what has everybody deeply nervous.